All right, we are back for episode 83, and things are changing. So I'm here with my wife once again, and this will probably be one of the last times that uh, we'll be recording this from the home, um, because things are changing, and moving back to the office, and things are starting to open back up, and... So maybe we're kind of at a transition. Um, I'm not even sure how to talk about it. I think things are changing. There is a transition of sorts. Maybe like we're turning the block. We're not necessarily going back to where we were before all of this, right? Like... Uh, essentially things are, things are starting to open up and I think it's being driven by fear of because of the economy and jobs and so forth. Don't get me wrong. I, I get it. I understand that. Um, so uh, it's kind of hard to know how to talk about this. Just things are changing again. Yeah. Like, right. Right. As I was getting used to everything. Yeah. Um, we're doing something different now. Yeah. <laughs> so it's time to try and adapt again. Uh, I think it's good, though. You know, working from home, coming here, doing all of this, I think it was good, um, especially for the kids because it was, you know, a lot of unknown, uh, a lot of first-time uh, things that were happening. Um, of course, none of us really know what it was like to go through this before before this, right? Um, but it was so different, and I think coming home was good for the kids, I think working from here was good for the kids because everything was shutting down. Everything was changing so drastically. And I think me being here not only helped them, but it also helped me. Um, I think it gave everybody a sense of community, a sense of security. Yeah. Everything else outside the world is changing, but right now we have our family and we're tight and close knit and everything's going to be okay since that's happening. Yeah. 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 That's a good way of putting it. So now that things are starting to open back up and a kid, the kids are aware of it, we didn't have to tell them anything. I mean, as soon <laughs> oh. <laughs> as the governor, you know, a couple of weeks back, it mentioned some things. Um, our oldest you know, came out and said, everything's opening back up. I mean, within like minutes yeah. of the press conference being over, yeah, she was, <laughs> she was on it, on it. <laughs> um, so, now that things are starting to open back up and we're trying to, I don't know, even see, I have a hard time even knowing how to talk about this, trying to restart, trying to figure out what our next steps are going to be as a community, um, as a state, as a nation, right? We're trying some things, I guess, or we're doing some things. And so that kind of brings some hope to them, I think. Hey, you know, there are some new things happening uh, and the will that our kids think it's going to go back to normal not I, I, I don't know um, but the fact that things are opening up more things are happening me going back to the office I think helps to contribute to maybe a little bit of hope for them yeah you know anticipation for hey okay okay things are easing up a little bit and I think they are to some from from some degree you know what we're dealing with is still I think very dangerous for some people and not necessarily just for the people that we've 
believed that right. it was only dangerous for, for all, all this time, right? And I know we talk about percentages and numbers and so on and so on, and all that's all that's fine, and it's helpful to to in, in making educated decisions. You know, you still you just have to choose. You have to make choices. Everyone has to look inside themselves right now and make a choice. Decide what they feel is the best thing to do. Um, you know, and that'll change if someone gets sick, if a family member gets sick, you know, people are going to throw percentages out the window because it's not going to matter anymore. And, and in this moment, the only thing that's going to be important is, you know, getting healthy again, you know, but this is where we are. We're trying to figure out how to move forward in this. It's not big leaps necessarily for some people. It may seem like it is. Uh, and for others, it's not big enough, but, so yeah, going back to the office and you know making this move, I think was important. I think coming home was important for the kids, and I think going back to the office at this point is important as well because it kind of adds to whatever this next thing is going to be, right? Right, right. Um, and, and I I don't know where you fall in all of this. I I I work hard to try to stay in the middle. I work hard to try and see all sides. Of course, there's always that tension that pulls you a little bit over on one side, you know, at times and back on the other side yeah, at times. Yeah. But I'm definitely not just in the stay-at-home camp, and I'm definitely not just in the let's open it up everything camp either. I'm, right. I'm not really in either one of those. I'm in let's make smart decisions, you <laughs> <Right>. know, <laughs> and, and let's – because we don't know. We just don't know. We're learning a lot of things, and – it's, it's, this is what it looks like to be in the unknown, quite honestly. Um, and I saw a graphic, and I've seen it a couple of times. Um, but there, it's one of those Venn diagrams. But there's three circles, and um, one is, um, you know, opening all, you know, back up, and I'm all about it. The other one is, um, I need to stay home, and the other one is, I'm afraid of the economy. Yeah. And then in the middle, you know, they all kind of connect together, and in the middle, it has me. And a lot of people I've seen have kind of sent this out to the social media world saying, it's okay if you're the me. Yeah. You're the one in the middle. And kind of having these beliefs in all three of the quadrants, or, well, it's not a quadrant, but all three of the areas. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I think that's kind of where I am too. Like, I'm in the middle of all of it. I see all sides of it. Like everybody has legitimate concerns yeah. or legitimate things, right? Everybody is concerned about something, whether it's health, you know, job, um, food, you know, what's, what's, what's happening, what's going on. And this isn't, this is affecting everyone in every aspect of life. Yeah. Right. right? Um, and I guess it, it just depends on, in the moment, what's the most important thing to you or what you're so focused on? And there are a lot of people who are just simply focused on getting back to work and making money. Um, and in that camp, there are some who even go to further extreme thinking that all oh, this is a hoax, that right. none of it's real, and it's not as serious as as it's made out to be. Um, and then you have others who, you know, this is, this is the end of the world. Um, and for them, it, it might feel that way. They... And rightly so, um, they have things that are going on with them. You know, we have we have a friend who just had a just had a baby, mm-hmm. right in the middle of all of this. Has parents who are 
um, kind of fall in that 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 uh, that what's the word? What I'm looking for here. The, the category. I the, don't know. That's the only word that I can come to mind right now. But they fall, you're no help. Uh, they fall. They fall in the um, high risk. Yeah, the high risk. Right. Uh, it's late. It, it's is that nine? Yeah, it's nine o'clock at night. Uh, the high risk area, and they have legitimate concerns, right? right and then yeah. you have others who are are um, you know more focused on, look, I got to get to work. I got to pay my rent. I got to pay my mortgage. I got to pay my bills. I got to pay this. I got to pay that. And that is all legitimate. Like I hear all of it. And yeah, everybody just has to make a decision that they feel is best for their family. And they have to, and that's learning how to navigate all of this. Right. And they have to adapt to whatever the consequences may be or whatever the situation might look like. Like you might go back to work, but Everything may not be the same, right? Um, you may not work as many hours, or maybe you don't have a job anymore, but you need to try to find one now. Or um, maybe, maybe again, maybe you get sick. Or what happens, you know, like for us with the church, what happens if someone gets sick, uh, and you know, we're all around them, you know, we all have to, we all have to quarantine now. See, there's there's going to be there there's there's payoffs for everything, right? right? Um, and not one, I don't think any one concern is necessarily more important or more valid than the other. Right. right? One uh, of the things I've really had to deal with just recently with all of this is, you know, the kids wanting to get back with playing with friends and where do you draw that line? You yeah, know, yeah. like we have some neighbors where I know that they haven't gone anywhere. She's a school teacher, right? And he, yeah, and he's working from home. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't, they, they yeah. don't go anywhere. And then I, there's other neighbors that I'm not really sure what's going on. I don't, you know, I mean, I just don't talk to them as much and I don't really know. Mm-hmm. So, where do I draw that line with the kids? And how am I, how do, can I be fair with the other children that aren't mine? Mm-hmm. You know, when they see, my girl's going over here, but they can't go over there to the other kid's house. Or, you know, there's just all these lines that I'm having to navigate. Yeah, figure out how to maneuver all this stuff. So, yeah, I mean, there's a whole lot of new I don't knows and what ifs. And, uh, you know, what do we do in this situation? And we're having to make decisions on a regular basis. Um, and, and that's where we are. That's where things are at this point. Everyone has to do just what they feel is best for themselves in their situation. And I think everyone needs to respect everyone else's decisions at this point. You know, there because there are some who just they may not say they're looking down on other people who uh, don't want to go out and want to you know open up, but their responses and their attitude towards it all. It really comes across as if they're superior and they've got it. They've got it all figured out. You know, herd immunity and uh, whatever else, right? And that's all legitimate stuff too. But at the same time, then you have on the other side, the other spectrum, you have those who are saying, "Hey, look, if you want to go out, you can." Uh, but again, their responses and their attitude towards all of that is like, as if, "Okay, you're the idiot, right? You're right. not taking this serious enough," and cetera, et cetera. And it's a hard place to be, and my hope is that people will just simply learn to suffer well, learn to really love in this moment by seeing the perspective from 
you know, another perspective from right, the other side, right. right? Because now everyone is kind of, everyone is being freed to make their choice. Right. Right. Um, you could say you're standing in solidarity with your county, your city, your county, your state, et cetera, et cetera. But that's not an easy line to walk at this point because the line has been extremely blurred because now politics have really gotten into the mix of it all. And like even within our area, we're, we're seeing that on the local, not really local, but somewhat the local, but mainly the state level. Um, and so now it's your hands are in the air thinking, OK, I have the freedom to do these things. And now I have to listen to I have to listen to my heart. I have to listen to what I believe is the right thing for me to do in this moment and, and do that. Um it's a tough place to be. It really is, but it's a good place to be, though, too, because it gives people an opportunity, I think, to pay attention to, you know, all this, all these facts and all these things that we gather over time, all the things we go through, you know, the, 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 the character that has been formed and shaped within us over our lifetime. That comes into play in these moments when you're not thinking about building character, when you're not thinking about what needs to change within me, right? Um, where you're living and the choices you're making, they're coming from that place, from your heart. And so in these moments, you're, having, you're making choices, and those choices are coming from your heart. But here's a, an amazing opportunity um, to really pay attention to where your heart is in all of this, right? And so I, I don't think anything necessarily changes. We just have more freedoms now, and we really have to listen. We have to listen to ourselves and respect the the decisions that other people make, the boundaries that they necessarily are going to set. I don't think that's a bad thing. It's not at all, because none of us are completely right. Right, any, exactly, right? yeah. Um, and so listening is an amazing opportunity for us to listen now and to really, it's easy to say that you're considering the needs of others when you're staying home, but now you all have the freedoms, right? Where we're being kind of let go into the playground and we have to decide who, who can be on the swings and who goes down the slide first, right? And, and who, 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 who said it's okay to do this mm-hmm. and how do I navigate and and function inside that playground it's a, it's a, it could be a, it's a tough place to be it I is think it, it is. really is and to do that in a respectful way sometimes is hard um yeah your own beliefs and your emotions are involved in this as well right yeah um especially if there's a lot of fear and a lot of of concern for one's own personal safety and i'm not saying that's wrong I'm, that's a reality. A lot of emotions come into play into this. Um, I mean, even tonight we were talking um, to our oldest daughter about, you know, just being out in the world right now. And, um, you know, she <laughs> she um, is about to go get her learner's permit. And so we were looking at which DMV would be the best place to go. And because uh, we have many options. And, um, so we were like, well, this County is a hot spot and this County is a hot spot and, you know, just, and so we were kind of talking to her about it and, you know, I was, I was trying to tell her, you know, it's, it's not something to necessarily live in fear over. It's just something you need to be aware of. And she, she, as we were talking, she was a little more nervous than she has been. 
I think because she was actually about to, like, she get was going to be able, yeah, yeah, like, this was about to get real for her. And I told her, you know, like, I, I am not afraid of it. If I was afraid, then we wouldn't be going, period. I'm not afraid. But in saying that, she, I think, kind of took offense of, but I am. You know, like, I admit, I kind of overstepped that boundary there a little mm-hmm. bit, maybe. You know, maybe I wasn't too sensitive, as sensitive as I should have been with her yeah. in that moment. And what I was saying was, I mean, I was trying to get her not to be overly fearful, Mm-hmm. You know, I was trying to help her in a good way, but I think in that moment, just the way I said it kind of made her feel like I wasn't listening to her thoughts and feelings. Yeah, yeah. And so it's that there's a very, sometimes it's just hard to, to know what to say and how to respond and how yeah. to respect somebody, even when you have the best intentions of doing so. That was, that's funny because, and it's, it, we're in the same place we were before when it comes to that. Um, and it was someone who had, when, when all this started and people started to wear face masks and, and, and so forth, um, and there's someone who went into Walmart and, they were just doing their own thing, and now they're in line waiting to check out. And there was an older gentleman in front of her, I believe, or somewhere around her. And he looked at her, and it was very snarky. And he was like, "Would you ever get tired of wearing that?" And she just had a face mask on, you know. And that was coming from his own frustration with all of this, um, and maybe even how he saw people dealing with it, and maybe they were. If, people making too big of a deal of it or not i don't know but there's those little triggers there's still going to be those little things you know that uh or unexpected even like you're not expecting them you're just trying to stay safe you're just trying to do what you think is right and is okay and there are a lot of things that are driving that whether it's you just have just this overwhelming desire to get back to normal to be okay with it or you're you know overly cautious about everything right and there's going to be a lot of little triggers that people are going to have to deal with. I mean, you see it all over. You see, you see people, you know, um, protesting, you know, you're not opening up, you know, quit taking away our rights, et cetera, et cetera. You see, you see how people are responding a lot of different ways. And, and I'm not even saying that some of the things or the concerns or the issues that people are raising aren't legitimate. Uh, I am questioning how people, how we're responding to it, though, right? Um, so yeah, there's still going to be those triggers. There's still going to be those things that are there and we're going to have to face those as we start to enjoy maybe, or take advantage of the freedoms that we, that we kind of have. Yeah. Um, we're going to have to be more aware of those things now. You know, you're not just in the safety of your home now, right? You're going out and, uh, other people are going out and, and anytime it's like, and it's like with anything, you know, you open the door an inch, people will Walk shove a the mile. Compl- right. <laughs> so people will shove the door wide open and uh-huh. you know, let the floodgates so open. So, okay. That, all that being said, things are changing, obviously, slowly, but they're happening. Uh, who knows what the future holds? Don't know. May end up being right back in this, in, in, in the house, in this, you know, in the future. <laughs> Have no clue. I'm just going with, along with, I have to go with the flow of things at this point and make good decisions. Um, I work really hard to try to stay in the middle because I have to work with people and the people I work with cover 
the entire spectrum from this should never have happened with this was an overreaction to people who are like, I don't know if I'll ever get out again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to make decisions in light of <laughs> these people, right? And even a lot of them that you're not even aware of where they stand, how they feel. And so being being in the middle of all this and being extremely careful about how to respond to this has never been, I think, as, it's always important, but... Man, right now it's just it's just in your face. It's just right there, right? Yes. And I'm very, very being very intentional about being aware of that and the importance of it at this point. Um, yeah, because yeah, <laughs> this is gonna be fun. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is gonna be fun. So okay, that all all that being said, because things are changing, I want to talk about a few things here. Um. I want to talk about maybe just a few things that we've learned from this um, about ourselves. I want to talk about what we hope uh, will be different or maybe what we think will be different, right? And then what we hope will be different uh, and when all this is said and done. And it can be anything. It can be about yourself. It can be about people, about society at, at large. It can be about anything, okay? And so, yeah, that's where I want to go with this. Um, because in thinking about moving forward and taking steps forward and seeing how things go, we're, we're in some ways, we're leaving something behind. We're, we're walking through a door and... Uh, now, what have we learned from where we've been, right? Um, and so, yeah, I, I'll go ahead and start. One of the one of the things that I've learned about myself is that I think I really like not living according to the normal day and time <laughs> and weekly calendar. Yeah, yeah. I like not knowing what day it is. I like my life not being dictated by, yeah, schedules like this. Like, I really like it. Now, of course, I was still on somewhat of a schedule. I was still having to put out content and do certain things. But for the most part, there were days where I have to think really hard about, okay, what day is it today? Yeah. Where are we, <laughs> right? Um, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed not living according to the cal- calendar. Is that a right way to say it? Calendar as much. I, I liked my Time. days not being regulated by what it's normally regulated by right how we keep time normally right. So what you're saying reminds me of when we went to Honduras, and um, here in the States, we are so driven by time and scheduled times. Um, in Central America, they are not that way. Um, they, they had a birth. We went to a little boy's home, um, to work and do some things there with, with the boys and, and things. And they just so happened to be having a birthday party for one of those boys. And, 
Um, they had a specific time that this birthday party was supposed to start. But they told us, don't really worry about the time. We don't really follow time. And so we were like, what? Okay. So we showed up at the specific time and they were still blowing up balloons and nothing was ready for the party. And they reminded us, no, really, like we set a time and it'll happen like an hour later. And sure enough, it was like an hour to two hours later before they started. It's like when they set a time, it's just the, just the point of saying, hey, it's going to be this day. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be around this general, <laughs> general time space. And after being there for a week and not really being on a set time schedule, when I came back to the States and had to really get back into, I got to go pick up these kids at this time and I have to be here at this time and church starts at this time and make sure that you have this and this and this done. I went crazy Yeah, because I I was so used to being relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. It was a different flow. The different rhythm for sure. And coming back into it, you recognized a lot of things that I remember. I recognized a lot of things coming back into trying to fit back into the flow of things here in the States. It was things that I really didn't like. It was like I started noticing things that I don't know. I guess I had almost this like contempt for it. Yes. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't, it wasn't good. Because people didn't understand it. People, right, you know. right. But, yeah, it was a totally different flow of time. And I think right? that's kind of what you're experiencing yeah. now. It's, yeah. I mean, we're still, we're still grounded by time. I mean, like you said, you still had to have things put out, mm-hmm. um, you know, content done by a certain time. But you kind of got a taste of that flexibility with time. Yes, yes. Yes. And you realized how much you loved the flexibility yes. of the time. Yes. It was so nice, you know, to, yeah, it was good. I like that. Um, yeah. That's probably the closest I'll ever get to at this point with, you know, just allowing the day to dictate it. Rise with the sun, set with the sun, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, just let the day flow and go. That's just not our reality. But yeah. man, I've got a taste of that and I just it became apparent to me, I guess it was about a week ago, two weeks ago, in contemplating this this move that we saw coming. Mm-hmm. About what I was going to miss. And it really was, man, I really like not not being dictated by the rhythms that I was before, right? Um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe something. Maybe there's something in there that I can I can take with me. Yeah. And no doubt will. And we talk about that a little bit later on. So yeah, that's that's one of the things I've learned about myself through all of this. Like I really like, I really like that. So I've learned you're gonna love it that I really like to stay home. <laughs> uh. um, for those of you that don't know, I go all the time. Um, you know, and I, and I have hardly ever in my life been that way when I was younger, like way younger, like teens, early twenties, I was more like that, but I'm always like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not me at all. Two a, of our kids are like that. And so I'm a sitting on the front kind of guy and you're like in the middle of 
rush hour traffic kind of gal. Yes. Yeah. And and people think I'm crazy, but I'm really. How did we ever get together? How did that ever happen? I really do like rush hour. I like to see all the people. (laughs) But all of the constant going was just wearing me out. I mean, taking kids here and taking kids there. And I know I asked for it when I had four kids. I get it. But it was wearing me down and having to stop everything has been amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, doing dance virtually has been like the best thing ever because well, I mean, not really. There's some issues there, but <laughs> I don't have to go anywhere. Now you're faced with your, the thing, one of the things you despise the most. <laughs> yes. Right? Technology. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's another thing. Um, technology is my nemesis. <laughs> I don't know if I will ever be able to conquer the, mm. the technology world. Yeah. But I, when we, you know, when we started talking about things opening up. Um, one of my first thoughts was, oh, that means I'm going to have to start going. That means my kids are going to ask to go all these places and do all these things. And I have to navigate all of that. Mm-hmm. Not that them asking to go do those things is wrong. I want them to go and have fun and do those things. But I have to navigate the scheduling of all of that. Yeah. So I, I, and I guess that yeah. kind of goes with your time thing. You know, yeah. I kind of like mm-hmm. the flexibility of time that I have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, then there's something you can take with you. Um, yeah. We, we can hit on that later on. So uh, another thing for me that I learned was that, and I guess I've always, I was aware of it, but now I got, I got words. I got words to put to the ideas, the concepts the the reality that I was experiencing before now I have words to put to that right I can I can name it now I I realize exactly how much I am the kind of person that does not like to be forced to make a change before I'm ready like I, you know, I used to get extremely frustrated internally. Like I could feel like this overwhelming frustration and there was some anxiety in that as well. Part of that has to do with the fact that I, I'm a guy, I have to have clarity and I seek for clarity. I have to have, I have to see, I got to have to have a certain level of an understanding. Certain things have to be in alignment. I need to be in alignment in order to move forward. Okay. That's a good way of saying it. So... Um, and when I would be asked to do something or it was implied or there was this idea that was being thrown out there, um, but something inside of me was saying, I don't know if that's going to work, but you still had to move forward with it. Um, I would get, literally, I would get bogged down. Like I would get very, I don't even know the words to put to this. Like these, I would feel these emotions in, internally and I would get, I would get very frustrated, like very frustrated internally um, because I didn't know how to take that next step because something wasn't clear to me. And I know there's a lot of people who don't like change. I get that. There's a lot of people who don't like, and I'm not a pro. I don't have a problem with change at all. I don't. Um, And I don't have a problem with not knowing everything about what's going to happen. But there are certain things that, and all I can, all I know is how to talk about it is there are certain things that have to be aligned 
And I feel that, I know that, I experience that, and I see it. It doesn't have to be everything. I'm a big picture guy. My head's not so far in the clouds where I am, you know, I am like another dimension of abstract. I'm not that. (laughs) But I'm a big picture person, and there are certain things that I have to, understandings, there are certain things that I have to see, I have to feel, certain things have to be aligned for me to be comfortable with moving forward, because no one wants to, you know, intentionally move forward uh, with understanding that there's a high probability of failure here. Right, right. right? And that's the feeling I would have. It wouldn't necessarily be that would be a reality. So before I knew that, but now I realize, okay, this is what's going on here. I don't like to be forced to change before I'm ready. And I know that probably that describes majority of people uh, on some level, okay, um, but for me, it's, I have to have the discussion. Like, I'm not just going to say, no, I don't like change and I'm not going to change. I'm just going to stay where I'm at because I'm comfortable here. That, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm okay with being uncomfortable. I mean, I've put myself in more uncomfortable situations in my mm-hmm. life. I actually thrive in that because I grow in that and I desire that. Um, but I have to have conversations we have to have discussions, and I need to understand, okay, why? Why is this? What's going to need to happen? What's the picture here? Um, where are we going with this? And, um, you know, when we this, – this whole thing, like, for instance, when this whole stuff – all this stuff first started – there were ideas that were coming out of nowhere, and people were just wanting to do X, Y, and Z. You know, working with the church and how how are things going to proceed and what's that going to look like? And none of it made sense to me. The things that were being thrown out there, none of it made sense to me. None of it, you know, people would throw out an idea and I'm thinking, now I can tell you 10 reasons immediately why that would fail. Um, Now, if there was more explanation and more, if people could clarify and, you know, help paint a picture of, of, of how that would succeed, I'm willing to listen and maybe, yeah, okay. But when you can't do that, you're just throwing ideas out there. Um, I'm not a, just to throw the idea out there and go. It's okay. Throw an idea out there and let's talk, you know, four or five things here. Um, because, <laughs> because this isn't just <laughs> a decision you're making here. This is the decision that's involving lots and lots and lots of people and yeah like but people are wanting to push for this and push for this and i shut down immediately it's like nope i don't have clarity it ain't happening i can't do that that doesn't make any sense to me um you're not explaining so and really in in some ways sometimes sometimes when that happens that just demonstrates the fact that the person who's talking about it and wanting to do this thing hasn't really thought it through because they can't help me see that they can't help me have the clarity and then when you have the conversation and you're trying to gain clarity well you're not getting anything (laughs) right uh and so in a lot of ways the conversations were just really were 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 justifying the way that i was feeling about about this but you know i really when i'm not ready to move you know sometimes i should be ready to move sometimes i should be but i'm not i'm not there yet in my mind i'm not there in my heart i'm not there 
I am involved and focused in doing this thing right here. Um, and then, you know, all of a sudden you have this immediate, you know, change that has to happen. That's where I struggle. I struggle there. I really do. Um, no, I'm more than willing to work through it. I'm, I can work through it. It's not, there's not a problem. I'm just now more aware of that's what's happening. That's how I, that's why I feel the way that I feel there. Um, that's what's going on with me. And whether it's right or wrong, whether that, you know, shows my immaturity or ignorance in, in, in these types of situations, I don't care. The reality is now I know, I know. Yeah. Like I feel uncomfortable when I'm being asked to do something and I'm not ready to do that thing. And the reason why I'm not ready to do that thing is because I don't have clarity and I need that because this is, again, this isn't just a decision that's affecting me or one person. This is affecting lots of people, lots of people you're going to hear from, lots of people that, you know, have their different ideas, different opinions, different expectations, and all that comes into play. And, may, and maybe it shouldn't. I don't know. Maybe it shouldn't at times. But the reality is I am more aware, it's like more crystal clear to me now like i could peg it when it happens when it's happening when i have that feeling i know exactly why i'm having that feeling i know why i'm responding that way part of the picture is because i don't have clarity but part of it is because yeah i don't have clarity and i'm being asked to move when i'm not ready and i'm not ready because i don't have clarity right right right. does that make sense yeah yeah Yeah, that's a lot of rambling but (laughs) like I'm, i'm i'm struggling it's late so I'm struggling putting words in <laughs> to to all of this. Um, maybe I shouldn't be doing podcast right now. Uh, but <laughs> but <laughs> I want I really want to talk about this because that's that's something that I've I've seen in myself, and maybe there, I don't know. Maybe other people will see something like that within them. Yeah, yeah. Maybe these conversations will help people think about themselves. Well, right. I don't have a problem with that, but I have a problem with this. You know. So well, yeah, change has been really big throughout all of this yeah, and um, we're going into another change, you know? And so it's just like, just as soon as you get comfortable, there's, there's more change and just being able to pick that out about yourself Mm -hmm. and kind of allows you to work through that change a little bit better. Yeah. Like, see, I have like no problem with, with change. Like I'm okay with change, right? (laughs) Like I have no issues with change at all. (laughs) I am open minded. I am open book. I am, I'm just, you know, Hey, yeah, let's figure this out. Let's try it out. But on some level, um, when it comes to some things, yeah, I struggle with that. You know, I've even seen that with you in, you know, as things are starting to open up, you know, like moving forward and how we do that, you know, um, and some of the things that have been stated from county judges, from governors, from, from all of the political realm, you know, there's not a whole lot of clarity in some of that. It's very vague. Yeah. They're kind of leaving things. What's up on that? They're kind of leaving things open. And I've seen you struggle with that throughout this process yeah. of like, okay, well, but what does that mean? What, what, what is okay to do? What should we be doing? What should we not be doing? Yeah. And, and I think there's, I mean, there's reasons why they're being vague, but, um, for, 
And that's people. part of my frustration is because that's where you see some of the politics come into play. Right, right. Right. And what I'm involved in involves lots of people. Right. That um, it, these are big decisions. Right. Right. It's not just about me. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so it is not, a, it's not about me at all at this point. And making these decisions and being involved in making these decisions really because I'm not just making them myself but and being involved in making these decisions it's a big deal which is why a couple of weeks ago what, did I, what I said look you know people just need to have some grace because yeah. people who are in these decisions in these positions having to make these decisions these are tough decisions yes. to make yes right it's one thing for you to decide that for yourself and for your family um it's another thing to make that decision and open that up to, you know, lots of people and where there could be some serious consequences. Because at the end of the day, you can't control people. Right, right. You can't. And what you say is extremely important. If there's anything we've learned from our current politicians, what you say is extremely important. How you say it is extremely important. And people would take that. They'll hear it. They'll maybe only hear a certain thing and they'll run with that. Um so we have to be extremely careful, right? And I'm in the business of communication. So decisions have to be made <laughs> right. and then things have to be communicated. Right. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I have to have some clarity when it comes to making these decisions so that they can be communicated in a way that would be best understood by people as much as possible anyway. Right. No matter where they stand on this, right? right? That's tough. Yeah, it's a tough thing to do, and yeah, it's, yeah, it's frustrating to me. It's very frustrating to me. Very frustrating. And maybe, maybe you might call that a weakness. Maybe, maybe in these moments, I think it's a strength. In fact, I told I told one of our shepherds that look, and I think he's one who wants to wants to see us move forward. And I said, in these moments, here's where my I won't say reluctancy, my hesitancy right. to move fast in some of these things. Um, this is where this is where that's a strength right here in these moments, right? Right. You know, uh, and so that creates a good tension. Yeah, it needs yeah. to be there, right? So yeah, that's 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 so clear to me now, so clear. So yeah. So. In posing the question of what have you learned, um, it's kind of been hard for me to think about because I haven't gone there yet. I don't really know what I've learned. Now, throughout the journey, there's been some clarity moments, some aha moments of, oh, that's what's going on with me. But in the big picture, I don't really know what I've learned big and maybe maybe there's not a big picture. Maybe mm-hmm. it's all small things that, you know, every mm-hmm. little small thing makes a big thing. Um, I've learned that I'm very cynical. That I can be very, very cynical. Um, most people see me as a very optimistic person because I am by nature an encourager. I will encourage somebody and you know, lift them up and try to make it all better and heal them and give them all the feels. But within myself is a whole nother level. And, um, 
I see all the bad in humanity a lot of times. And through all of this, there have been many moments where I have felt the bad humanity, the bad side of things. Um, so I've just realized that I'm a little more cynical than I would like to be. Yeah. Where'd that come from? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I haven't gotten that yeah, far. Not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things that, another thing that I realize is that um, I allow myself to carry unnecessary burdens or expectations, whether it's things that, um, whether they're self-imposed or otherwise. Um, that would be true. Yeah, I realize that. <laughs> I realize that I I have a tendency, I think, to take things on myself, not do them, but mentally internalize yes. things. Like when I, I, so when we first started talking about the potential of what, you know, when I met with fellow leaders and, and staff members, what what it would look like to move forward. Um, in those meetings, for some reason, I immediately go to this place where I'm, I believe or feel or think that I'm going to be expected to do this. I'm going to be expected to make all of this happen, make it work. And that's not necessarily what's going on. But for some reason, that's what, no, I know where, I know why it is. Because for, okay, so we've been here eight years and we were in the former place we were at were two, three years. Three. Three years. Okay. So for probably the previous ten years, I was I was it. I it was just simply me. Yes. And <laughs> if it didn't if I didn't do it, it didn't happen. Right. Right. I had no administrative assistant. I had no other staff members. I had no it was just me. I I was running the show. I mean, there were times where I might have been the only guy, <laughs> guy around, but it was just simply me, and I had to make it happen, right? And now I, it's not just simply me, and I don't have to quote unquote make it happen, right? There are fellow leaders. I'm in a meeting with other leaders, right? I'm in a meeting with other staff members, and. It's a collective thing. It's a team thing. It's a group thing. But man, I, and I realized that the last meeting I had with our shepherds, I, I told them, I said, you know, I'm realizing that I'm putting expectations on myself that you guys aren't putting on me. Right. Yeah. You know, but for some reason, I just, well, I know why, but I do, I take those things on and I think I do it not even realizing it. It's right. a subconscious thing, you know, but I am becoming more and more aware of that. So it's like every new thing is like, oh, great. Now this one more thing I'll have to do. It's like, no, 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 no. And it's not one more thing you have to do, right? It's one more thing that you are aware of. You might be able to participate in. You might be able to walk alongside someone else and help them understand what it takes to lead something uh, or, you know, be a support uh, to that. But it's not something you take on on your own. Right, right. Right? And I have to remember that. I have to remember that, especially moving forward, because again, there are lots of different things that lots of different people want to do, and I am not going to be the last man standing, right? <laughs> right. I'm not going to be 
the buck isn't going to stop with me on this. This is a community thing. This is a team thing. This is a leadership thing. And um, that decisions decisions have to be made in light of that. And so, yeah, I just have to remember that that expectation isn't on me. And even while I'm saying it, I feel I feel like a burden's being lifted. Yes. Just knowing that, okay, it's not just me. Right, right, right. Even if some people expect it to be me or want it to be me or use me as a political pawn to get their agenda <laughs> being done, um, which, by the way, you know, I don't play those games at all. I see it through all that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's... That's not an expectation that's been put on myself, and I don't have to carry that. Right, right. Right? Well, to kind of piggyback on that, um, something I've learned, too, about myself is that I compare myself to so many people in a negative way. There are so many people better at this or that than I am. I am not good enough in almost every facet of my life, in my opinion. And so um, one of the big burdens that was lifted was when um, when the public school children started doing school at home. Mm, yeah. Um, because that took the burden off of me of having to match public school standards. Um, as a homeschool mom, I feel, and this might just be something I have put on myself, but I feel that burden to match whatever the public school is doing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I need, I, I have feel that pressure to have each child on grade level. Or, you know, just the pressures that are there, especially when you have high school kids, like that's even a bigger deal because then you have to make sure that they have all the stuff, all the credits and they have to have everything ready for the SAT because if you don't make a good grade on the SAT, then you're not going to get scholarships and, you know, colleges look at this and they look at that. And so there's all of these stressors upon that I put upon myself to match up to that. And so whenever the kids started doing stuff at home and doing online school, I felt a relief because I was like, you know, they're not going to be getting the instruction that they're used to be, they're used to getting. They're not going to, things are going to be different for these kids. And so that was like a relief of, okay, I can breathe and I don't have that standard anymore because if we're behind, guess what? the public school people are behind too right now. Yeah. And so we can all be behind together and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, I, I mean, I can, I can bring myself to so many people and I'm always the loser. You always will be comparison game. Yes. You set yourself up for failure. Yes. Every time. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, cause you never compare your, <sighs> most of the time we compare ourselves to someone we think is better than us. Right. We hardly ever, if ever, compare yourself to someone who you know you're better than. Right. That does happen, sure. But most of the time, in what we're talking about here, yeah, that's in light of, yeah, I'm not as good as them. Right. Right. I, like, I don't. I don't. I don't meet that standard. I've never felt like I've met standards, yeah. <laughs> and so um, I've seen how much I really do compare. 
in a very negative way. Mm. You know, it's not like, whoa, these people are awesome. Like, good job for them. It's, whoa, these people are awesome and I am really horrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's been a big reality check for me. You know, yeah, and that's the standard that you put on yourself that no one else has put on you. Which kind of goes right. back to, you know, yeah. what you were saying as far as like yep. the expectation. Like, yep. Yes, on, all, on some level, we all, we all do that. I just, I didn't realize that I was doing it in this way. Right, right. And I don't have to. I don't have to. Right. Um, and that is. It's very free. Yeah. It doesn't all rest on my shoulders. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it doesn't. You know, uh, something else that I realized, I think I talked about this before. I realized that I need way more validation than I thought. Um, you know, when I was younger, I'm, I'm, I'm saying younger like as if, you know. <laughs> well, I ain't no spring chicken, but I'm not old. Um, when I was in my, especially in my 20s, Man, I used to be so prideful and so arrogant. I used to, I used to, I used to call myself a playmaker. Yes, you did. And it was like because you got to get out there and you got to get it done. You got to make it happen. Yes. Right. And uh, and and that's what you had to do. You take charge. You do it. You get it done. And in some perspectives, that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, in certain lines of work, and uh, it could be useful. There are some advantages to that. The problem is, is when it it there's I think there's a certain threshold where that that you know confidence turns into arrogancy. Right. And yeah. you know I was prideful. And I was I was just I, just, I was arrogant. I don't think prideful is necessarily the right word here. I was very arrogant and um. You know, <laughs> I think that that arrogancy hidden behind that subconsciously was this need to please people and to hear that I was good and that I did a good job and that I'm good at what I do. Right. 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 Uh, and again, I think on some level, most people are that way. That's not abnormal necessarily. Right. Um but I thought that was gone. And this showed me that it wasn't. Because I need people. And I, and I get people, you know, there's this whole, well, you know, you have connection with people and you get people's feedback, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, you know, that, that's all true. Right, and that is legit. a real thing, yeah. right? Um, but it... It, it really, because of my past, because of where I've been, right? Um, I think it's a little more than that, right? Like, I need that validation. Yeah, yeah, this this is good. This makes sense. And then there's just, for me, there's this deep-seated desire for people to see, to understand something. Whatever it is that I'm trying to share with you, Um that's a part of who I am. That's a part of my makeup. It's I learn, I I process, I try to figure things out, and then I want to share that with you. And I want you to see it. 
I want you to get it. Um, I want you to, and I know not everybody will. I get, I get that. I know that, but it doesn't mean I don't want them to. Right, right. You know, like I, I have this insatiable desire for people to understand it and to to get it, whatever it is that I'm trying to give them. Okay, and and of course there are, there are way more um, knowledgeable, articulate. Speakers, teachers than I am, but I know that I can do what I do, but I don't have all the confidence that I thought that I had. Right. Yeah. In it. Right. So, and and yeah, there is something real about inner inner, inner dialogue, inner communication when you're the only one speaking. And you're in a crowd of people, and there's there's feedback, and I'm aware of that feedback. I get that. I right. see that, and um, it doesn't necessarily make me not say what I want to say. But sometimes it helps me realize, okay, I need to clarify this. Yeah. I need to say this maybe in a little different way to help it come across better. And I don't have that, you know. Um, I had to adjust to doing that with a podcast because these are just my thoughts. Right. It's my journey. I'm exposing myself. Here you go. Take it for what it is. Right. Right. But when it comes to doing what I, what I love to do, I didn't realize how much I depend on that. And I need that. I need that. I need more. I struggled, man. I struggled the first two weeks or so, three weeks and, like, why am I even doing this? Yes. Why do this? You know, uh, people aren't interested in this. People don't like this. This isn't, you know, because you now you're now your standard is not feedback. It's not conversation. Your standard is based off of well, what everybody else in social media and on whatever other media platforms base you know their performance by. Right, and. Of course, I did the mistake by comparing myself to others, right? That's the very thing right. we're talking about, <laughs> uh, which I sh- never should have. That was the first mistake, you know. But I struggled with this. I struggled with it. It was hard. It was really, really hard uh, to feel like you're not appreciated, to feel like you're not valued, like your worth is only in being able to talk fast and to be excited on a stage and keep people awake for, mm-hmm. you know, 20 minutes. Go any, go any further than that, you know, you're... you're you're uh, you're crossing a line, um, and feeling like there's really no value. People don't see value in no what I'm actually saying, right? What right. I'm actually talking about, right? I struggled with that. Now I'm not saying that that was true or real or not. I'm not saying it ain't. I'm just saying that I really struggled with that, and that made me realize, wow, like I'm still seeking validation in ways that in ways that I shouldn't have to I, I guess I wish I would have I was further beyond yeah. that right um, I mean I yeah. kind of experienced some of that too um, I'm on the praise team at our church and um, singing has always been a passion of mine and growing up I have not had the best validation with my voice. I don't know if that's the right word or not, but I never felt good enough. Sure. Um, and I mean, 
with all due respect, some people that were in my graduating class are at, like, they're in Broadway now. So, no, I am not Broadway material, <laughs> you know. Um, but I never felt good enough. Hmm. So, on praise team, I always struggled with that a little bit. But um, being able to hear other people singing with me or to see other people's faces joining in with me kind of validated, okay, at least it sounds halfway decent. I mean, I'm definitely not Lauren Daigle or, you know, Broadway performing, but at least they're singing with me and it sounds decent. Mm -hmm. So then we started doing, um, some people from our church started doing this acapella, like collab thing, which I thought was a really great idea. I mean, you've seen it all throughout social media and all these collabs. Of course, what I didn't realize is that like all these awesome collabs are professionally done and we're just using a little app and that was fine. It worked great. Um, but the struggle I had with, first of all, singing in my house, like I sing at church. I mean, I sing in my house all day long. I mean, I'm singing constantly. But I'm not singing like I sing at church. Because I have other people there. I'm feeding off of their energy. And then whenever I come here, like in the house, and I'm supposed to be singing like I would sing at church, I wasn't getting that validation that I needed. I wasn't. I didn't feel good enough in that moment. Yeah, yeah. And so then when I started putting that in with all the other people, I'm like, oh my goodness, I sound absolutely horrible. It's awful. Like, this is not good. We should never put this out, <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, yeah. And people kept telling me, no, it's fine. It's great. But I needed that validation. Yeah. And I know I need validation, but like you said, like I kind of thought that I was further along. Yeah. And that. <laughs> yeah, it's like as if we're not, we fooled ourselves into thinking that we were as confident, right, as we thought we were. When right. the reality is, no, no. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Maybe we don't need to be confident. You know, but it just hit me that I think the biggest, I think you could sum all of this up. I think the thing that I'm seeing, and maybe the thing that we're learning, and maybe you have a better way of saying this, would be we're learning to be okay with ourselves. Yeah. And meet ourselves where we are and knowing that or realizing maybe the need to realize that we are good enough with how we are. And no, I may not be an Andy Stanley. I'm not a Rob Bell. I'm not um, whatever, whoever else, you know, just pick your favorite. You know, I'm not Obama who who could. Oh, know. he is an orator. <laughs> uh, you know, um I definitely think I'm better than Trump. I think I can I can pull that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you set your standards too low. <laughs> uh, I mean, regardless of political, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's just not an orator. You know, some of the, some of these politicians can really uh, can really do it up, and some of them just need to be quiet. So, and, and it has nothing to do with position or, or or political stance. It has to do with just ability. Anyways, okay, so. <laughs> I think it's, you know, there's always, I know that I'm not this person or that person or I'm not that caliber or whatever, but I'm me. Right. And and I'm going to try to be the best me that I can be. And I need to stop trying to be and comparing myself and 
putting on myself things that aren't in align with who I am and what gifts I have, what I bring to the table, what's inside of me, right? Right, right. This is me. And it's not even about being the best that I can be. It's just about me being okay with me being me. Right, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, Remember when I first started to... (laughs) When I first started doing doing the videos, um, I man, I did not like seeing myself on camera. <laughs> um, but here's the thing, you know, I don't stand in front of a mirror twenty four seven. Right, it's kind of like me not liking to listen to my voice. Yeah, like I don't just right. record myself and listen but, to how I sing all the time. But everybody else hears you. Everybody else has been seeing me, and what I'm seeing on camera for like for me it was like as if what i'm seeing on camera for the first time i'm just now becoming aware of it right right everybody else has been aware of it even if they recognize it whatever it is you know for you know last 40 something 40 years like, right, you know what I mean? right yeah <laughs> uh and i really i really struggled with that and i had to come to terms like no wait a minute no 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 you don't understand you know you're just now seeing this and then also but being okay with that like Hey, no, it's who you are. You can't hide it. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to want, do I want to walk around with these insecurities, all of this stuff? No, I want to deal with it. I want to come to terms with it because that's miserable. I mean, I was miserable. Like I, the struggles that I had wasn't necessarily with, you know, whether or not I was going to get sick or whether or not, or or any of that. It was, it was these things that I was seeing within myself and I'm like, and I think, yeah, so I would say the biggest thing here, you could sum this up, would be what we learned is we need to be okay with ourselves. Right. With and who we are. What's really ironic as you're saying all this, the last thing I did um, was I went to a Lauren Daigle concert. Um. She was doing her world tour, and um, that was February 5th was when I went, and that concert rocked my world. Like, I, I can't explain why it was the weirdest thing. It shouldn't have affected me the way it did, but it did, and... um I kind of put myself in her shoes. Like before she came on stage, I'm like, I wonder what she's doing. I wonder, you know, what kind of makeup prep she's doing and what kind of vocal prep she's doing. And is she like psyching herself up or like, and then, yeah, yeah. And then afterwards, after the concert, like she was going to Oklahoma. And so I was like, well, I wonder what that, that like, first of all, like right after the concert, I wonder what the after concert looks like for her. Like, is she just exhausted? Is she drained? Is she too pumped up and she can't go to sleep? What does the drive look like the next day for her to go on to her next place, you know, and then having to get all that ready for the next concert? Like, what all does this woman go through? Mm -hmm. And so all these things are going through my mind. And then I'm like, you know, one of my dreams has always been to be a singer. And so then I put myself in that place of, well, definitely no Lauren Daigle, you know, Mm -hmm. and then all of the things started spiraling. And so right before all of this shutdown happened, I was already in that place of like 
trying to come to terms with who I was. Yeah. And then Hmm. this came to be. And like little did I know how much I was really going to come to terms with who I am. Yeah. And you're right. It's not about being the best me. It's just about being me. Mm-hmm. Because who I am is who God made me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I, that's where you are. Yeah. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean that I don't want to be better or that I won't be worse. It means, no, here's where I am. Right. Right. And, and it takes me back to one of the first messages that I sent out. When all of this started, you know, what, eight weeks ago, <laughs> uh, when, however long it's been, was, hey, um, love yourself. Right? The whole love God and love people. Love your neighbor as yourself. We tend to think we, t- you can only love others. You can only give. Like, you can, you can only give others the amount of love you have for yourself. Like, Right. And then be like a whole podcast. Like think about it, you know. (laughs) And then there's this whole connection between loving others and loving God. Not loving others, you don't love God. Type thing. Like there's this whole thing. But I think what what get what gets lost in the conversation is loving self, right? And that's not realizing that that's a given. That's a given. Love God. Love your neighbor as yourself. Like. The loving yourself part is a given, but it's not something that necessarily comes natural for us, unfortunately. Right, right. I think, actually, maybe that's not the right way to say it. I think maybe the potential for it to be natural is there. You're born with that. And I think we're molded and shaped by our experiences, by culture, by society, by people. To And that, that that's what changes that. Yeah. Because, you know, there's... There is that whole weeding out and removing all the junk that piles up and builds up over time in order for you to come to the point where you love yourself. Right, right. right? So anyways, yeah, it's just, I guess it kind of ends where we start. (laughs) Love yourself, you know, and be okay with that. And again, it doesn't mean that I I don't want to be better at some things. I mean, I always want to improve. It doesn't mean that sometimes I'm going to be worse, but... In these moments, in whatever moment I find myself being okay with where I am right. in that moment. Right. Right. Like, it's okay. And I'm going to love myself in this moment in spite of, or even in light of, whatever else it is that's bothering me. Right. right? Whatever yeah. other issue that I have. And so, man, what a way to just lay things bare. Right. And there's absolutely nothing you can do to to cause people to think and see you in a different light. Right. <laughs> you just putting it out there. Here it is, right? And that's it. There it is. So I think that's a good place to stop because we are yeah, we're getting into it here. And so, what have we learned? I think the Comos we have learned that we need to love ourselves yeah yeah all right so that's it episode 83 now what 
part one.